Welcome to the Breadwinner Energy Podcast. I'm your host, Tay Daniels. I'm a multi-business owning wife and mom that lives in the Midwest. I teach women how to be unapologetic in their journey to success, how to stop making decisions out of fear and step into their CEO shoes, to want more for their life and to build a business that they not only love, but they're extremely proud of. On this podcast, I will be giving you my no BS advice and perspective on business, life, and motherhood. So grab your drink, put on those headphones, or cover your child's ears, and let's get into it. Welcome back to another episode of the Breadwinner Energy Podcast. We are back with another Female Founder Friday, and today is a very special episode because I have my business coach, Kelsey, with us. Kelsey is a multi-passionate CEO of two companies, Pinegate Road and The Aligned Business. Kelsey has been helping entrepreneurs and businesses build their brands and market their online presence for over a decade. She is a business strategist, coach, and mentor for service providers, coaches, and educators looking to scale their online businesses in complete alignment with their lives they want to live and the values they hold. She deeply believes that everyone has the potential to make their dreams a reality and her businesses help online business owners define their future vision and literally bring it through coaching, strategy, design, and websites. Welcome, Kelsey. Hello. Thank you for having me. Yes, of course. This episode is going to be really interesting because for so many reasons, of course, one being that you're my coach, but two, because we weirdly it's weird how we cross paths. And I feel like we have so many of the same vision values alignment that it was meant to be. (laughs) Yeah. Well, you told me, I think, you know, I do my launches and different things and you were like, I just found you and then joined. And I was like, what? Like whenever I've done, you know, uh, an investment in a coach or something, it's like, I have to do the research or like follow them for forever. And like, you just knew. And I think it's just so cool because sometimes you do just know because of those values and the way the person is communicating and all of that. So bravo for you for following (laughs) that. But it's probably because we do align in so many ways. We really do. Like we believe the same things. We teach a lot of the same things. We, it, it was so strange because I had followed another, another business owner for over, I think it was like two years, a year or two. Her program was 10 K similar to yours. Um, I had even done a consultation and I, I would always go back to like, should I join this program? And it came full circle again, like, should I join? And then I, I was just online and I found yours and applied the same day you reached out, we chatted. And within like 48 hours, I think I joined. Yeah. It's just, I, that <laughs> happens. And I'm like always stunned when it does, but right? thankful <laughs> yeah, and grateful so. because yeah, you just have blown things out of the water with everything you've been doing. And it's like, just so cool to watch and witness and see what you're up to. So oh, yeah. thank you. Well, I will 100% say that working with you was the reason this happened. And I tell everyone like, you have to have a coach or a mentor or someone that you connect with that believes in you that you align with. Right. And that mm-hmm. what makes the difference. So I'm really excited to share you with my community because you are helpful <laughs> to my life. Um, so I would love if you could tell us a little bit about you. Um, I know you're, you're also a little bit close to Midwest, Midwest area, um, as am I, of course, but I would love for you to share your story and how you got here today. Yeah. So 
there's a long story, but I'll keep it brief ish. <laughs> um, I'm currently in Cleveland. So it's like kind of Midwest ish. Um, but yeah, Midwest. Yeah. <laughs> um, I went to undergrad in Iowa. So that was definitely Midwest. And when I was looking for jobs out of grad school, I was in Georgia for grad school. So I'm really been all over. Um, I wanted to be in the Midwest because I guess this is like a life alignment thing. I wanted to be able to afford a really good life without having to hustle so hard to make like a huge income. And I love the Midwest people. They're so nice. I yes. love the seasons. It was just like, I wanted to be back in the Midwest and be in a kind of big city. Like Cleveland has pro sports teams and there's a downtown and things like that. And so that was a thing. Like I intentionally chose to live in a place that was not New York city or LA or somewhere where it was so expensive. Okay. So being in the Midwest was just something that I was really wanting to do intentionally. So weirdly enough, I wanted to work and do hand lettering and I have a background in art. I'm like art kid who randomly started a business and had no idea what I was doing. And like, <laughs> basically the whole reason I teach what I do today, because it was so hard for me to figure things out. Um, but out of grad school, I was like, I'm going to go work at Hallmark, which is in Kansas city where you are yeah. or American greetings, which is in Cleveland where I am now. And I actually interviewed at both places. I didn't get the job at Hallmark and I was like devastated. And I found like my best boss ever, like, and she hired me at American greetings and I had on paper what would be considered like the dreamiest dream job, right? Like I'm literally designing stationery and hand lettering things and like being my artistic self and in a company that really values that where I've like I'm taken care of, we have paid maternity leave, like all of the things that you think of in this like wonderful corporate job, literally on day one, I was just like, I hate this. And it wasn't like I hated the job. It was that I just knew like there was something in my gut that in my heart that was just saying like corporate is not for you. Like I hated the fact that somebody else had control over my hours. I hated the fact that I was sitting for nine hours straight in this cubicle. And even though I was doing fun stuff, it just, it like really hurt my heart. And then I felt all the guilt. I'm like, I got my dream job. Like so many people would be so thankful for this. And like, why do I hate it so much? Like <laughs> it was just this like huge pull. Like I was just like, I should be grateful. Like this is a great opportunity, like wonderful team, wonderful benefits, all of the things. And I just didn't feel that way. And so I tried for three years. I was like, okay, I'm like, it's going to get better. Like I just have to like put in my work, be this corporate person. And it just never really did. I would call my parents crying like all of the time, like just because I felt so like, this is just not for me. And yeah. simultaneously I was running my branding and web design studio. That was something I started in grad school and it was always a side hustle. And in 2015, I was making more doing that than I was my full-time job. So I was like, okay, like if I'm, yeah. you know, <laughs> working 10 to 15 hours a week doing this side hustle and I was intentional about it. I, I put in the hours. I was like, I'm clearly doing this job. I want it to grow into a bigger business, but I still want to live a really good life. Like I took every weekend off. I still 
like went to bed early because I love going to bed early and <laughs> all of that, but I still grew it. And I had my business or my corporate job at the same time. And in 2016, I finally had built up enough savings where I was like, okay, like I can do this. I can leave. I can run my own business and support myself. That was my only goal. And it was really scary to leave, but I did it. I had some health issues popping up around the same time that just made it like really clear that that staying in corporate was not what I needed to do. So I ended up leaving, running my business full-time by myself in 2016. And I ended up building that and brought on team for support and wanted to start a family. And by 2019, I had my son and I was able to take maternity leave, have a full team running the business more or less without me. And that is really when I was like, cool, I, I did this business thing. Like (laughs) I've been through enough failures to know what I'm doing, I guess. That is amazing. (laughs) uh, Yeah. How cool. That's so awesome. So I obviously know a lot about you from working with you, but I didn't know that you went full-time in 2016. So did I, um, but that's really cool too, that you were able to take your side hustle and make more than your corporate job. Because I hear so many people are like, I want to be able to have this job replace my nine to five. And for so many people, it's a struggle. But like you said, you did it intentionally, but you also did it in a way that you allowed yourself to live a life. Like you didn't burn yourself to the ground, which is so important. Um, But tell us, how did you transition, I guess, from the agency, which you still have now into coaching? Yeah. So it was 2019. I had my son. I think previously some people were like, how are you building your business? How are you bringing on team? I was doing these like one-off little coaching programs and I had like been dabbling in coaching and supporting mostly other designers. And then in 2019, I was loving doing that so much. And during my maternity leave, I realized like, okay, my agency is running by itself. And I had my son and I after about eight weeks, I was like, I'm going crazy. I, I need to <laughs> have some more time back in my own life. And I ended up putting him in daycare and I was like, I'm just going to figure out what feels good, what I want to do next. I enrolled in a coaching certification program and it was not to like actually get certified. It was just because I loved the person that was putting it on. She was a good friend of mine and she had gotten into this. And I was like, I love everything you're doing. And I just like, I want to be in your energy. So I enrolled and I enrolled mostly to do my own personal exploration. And I was in this place where I had a business supporting me and I was like, I guess I'll just go do this. And through that and through like diving deeper into like my own subconscious programming and my intuition and getting certified in coaching, I realized like, I want to take those, the coaching that I had been doing in a very small scale and actually turn it into a program that supports other people and scaling to sustainable six figures, which is what I'd done with the agency and doing so in a way where it was like completely aligned with their life along the way, which was something that was always important to me and something that I've always done, even when I was like, side hustle in corporate, building the agency, taking maternity leave. It's like at all those different phases, I was still able to live a life that I desired during those times. And so I wanted to be able to take that all together and create a program that would support people 
in reaching their aligned lives and businesses. So I launched it in uh, 2020, January, and, you know, the pandemic hit two months later. And (laughs) weirdly, everybody was like, okay, I have no job. I better like take all my talents and passions and turn it into a business that can support me. So it actually, the pandemic weirdly supported my business because so many people were looking for that support and I had years of doing it already. So that's kind of where the Align business really started. And it just kind of snowballed and grew from there. That is amazing. And as I said, in the beginning of this episode, I knew there was a reason we've connected, but it's so strange because I have my virtual assistant OBM agency in 2019. I started coaching people through the agency because people were asking me, I began coaching and then 2020, 2020 during COVID, I started coaching as well, uh, like a smaller program. And then I did like VIPs and then we met in 2021. So it is so weird how yeah. have aligned with us. yeah like literally very very similar journey and that's cool it's like a good sign when people are like what are you doing over there can it seems like you're doing some cool stuff can I learn from you and you're like okay I guess I've got something going on here (laughs) for sure and it's just it's been wild to see too um what I love so much about working with you is you're so honest about the things that you're doing and the behind the scenes of your business um that I can get a real sense of what actually goes into building a business at your scale? Because obviously I'm not to your scale yet, but hoping to be soon. But you're really open with like, this is the real shit I'm got going on. And I think that's what's so important is that when you find your people, your community and your circle is that you're being honest with what building a business really is, right? Because it's not rainbows and butterflies, unfortunately. <laughs> as much no. as I wish it was. <laughs> I'm like, Um, at least once a week, I'm like, this is why like not everybody is a CEO or business owner. Like there's a lot (laughs) that goes into this. Yeah, it really is. It it is a lot. So with that being said, I would love to know, um, how do you get going and growing the business when shit hits the fan? Like one of the things that I come to you for the most is shit hitting the fan. Um, what's your take on that? (laughs) Oh my gosh. So I think like, Honestly, I have myself a good cry and like feel whatever feelings I need to feel about the situation. You know, like you, you have to process those emotions. And I think the next thing that I think about is like, okay, this is really hard, whatever is happening, but do I want to go back to corporate? Do I want to go back to a nine to five? And when I like really compare and contrast the hardship that I'm currently working through versus like the other choice, which is going to work for somebody else. Like my whole body is like, Oh, hell no. Like you have to keep doing this. (laughs) So I think like that helps me put it into perspective where it's like, okay, like it's that, what are those? Like the nursery rhymes, like can't go around it. Can't go over it. Gotta go through it. And it's like favorite book ever. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So it's like, okay. Like can't go work for corporate, like, can't just do the, like, rainbow path of happiness, like, gotta go through this, and I just kind of go through with that mindset, and I just, I know I'm gonna learn so much along the way. I, I, one of the things I do try to do is I try to make actual decisions instead of sitting in the muck of indecision, um, because that indecision space, it's like, we're not taking any kind of action forward. And usually there's no 
right or wrong answer. It's just that you have to take a decision and learn from whatever actions you're taking. And you can ask a coach, you can ask a mentor, somebody who's been through it. But at the end of the day, you have to make that decision and feel the feelings of going through and acting on that. So I, you do it and you take it day by day and do what you can to take care of yourself. Honestly, it's, it can be rough. (laughs) Yeah. I love what you said there too, about, you know, feeling the feelings, number one, feeling them. But then after that, okay, let's make a choice. Let's make a decision to move forward. Cause you can't sit in the feelings and the emotions forever. Um, Mm -hmm. And like you said, there is no right or wrong answer because you're either going to whatever you do, like taking action, you're going to move forward. So even if it's technically not the right choice, not that there is a, a right and a wrong, you're going to learn from that experience. So if it mm-hmm. does come out or you're like, ah, oh, that didn't go as planned, you learned something for the future. And I always like to say is when you get a no or a failure, you're just one step closer to what the answer should be, right? Because you're like, oh, Absolutely. process of elimination. I know it doesn't work. Now let's go with yep. something else. Um, and I learned that through with you too, like different marketing techniques. It's like, it didn't go as planned, like Facebook ads. <laughs> I felt like it was a failure, but it was one step closer to finding what did work. So with that, there, there was not a question on here, but I'm curious to know, you've worked with a coach in the past, you're a coach yourself. Do you currently work with a coach? And if so, what are your take on coaches working with coaches? Yeah. So I do have a coach right now. I actually am like a coach junkie. So it is weird for me right now. I actually just ended a contract with my like last actual business coach. And so right now I'm part of a mastermind that's more about like energetics, but she's still a business owner and teaches on business. So it's this like more feminine energy mindset energetic work tied with how you're growing your business. So it's all business owners. And that is the only coaching program that I'm a part of. And then I work with a one-on-one coach to do tarot and breath work, which has been the best thing for me. I've tried therapy. I have all of my like mental health stuff and I talk more about that on my own podcast too, but I have found for me doing the tarot and the breath work has been a really great, like therapeutic tool for myself. So that's almost like my, my mental health coach, I guess, in a way. So I have those two people right now and I love it, but I have invested in so many coaches programs. I started with a one-on-one coach and that was, it was I mean, my first foray into it and I'm so glad I did it. And also like, I learned a lot from, uh, that experience. Yeah. And then I joined a mastermindy type program. It was probably about 10 people in it. And I stayed in that for three years. Yeah. It was all about, um, growing with team and delegation and all of that kind of stuff. So that helped me through my agency years. So I never would have been able to grow my agency to the place it was had I not gotten that mentorship and learned how to actually do it. Exactly. Um, and yeah. And then I did the, the coaches training with my friend who I actually met in that agency mastermind. And then this is what she ended up doing with that. And I was like, oh, I'm going to join you. <laughs> and then I did a program last year, which was very, it was not a mastermind. It was very specific to learning and implementing a certain sales process into your coaching program. So while I had, and then I also had a general business coach. So I'm like, here's clearly I have like so many people. (laughs) Um, (laughs) 
<laughs> um, so I really liked the differences between those because one was like, I'm here to specifically learn this one thing and like implement that versus I'm here for like general business coaching and mentorship and somebody who is like guiding me through the entire business structure. So I liked having that mix last year. And then this year was the first year in five years where I'm like, Hmm, I'm actually going to take a business coaching break, which feels really scary. So you know how we talk about taking scary decisions and like actually doing that Mm -hmm. right now, I feel so full of like all of the strategy and the things we want to implement. And like, we have the team and all of the stuff. And so it was like, I actually want to take a break for a couple months. Like my contract just ended. I know I'll be back because I will. And it was like a perfect time to just be like, cool, Kelsey, like let's implement. You have like the energetic support that you need. Let's just go implement everything that you've been planning on because it's like time and you have the team and let's go. Yeah. And I want to say too, with your program, you've really changed my mind and outlook on group coaching. And and you know that too, is I came into this program with only working with a one-on-one coach. And like you said, it was a good experience. However, this group coaching program has been life-changing. And that's what I think coaching should be is joining a space in a community where you feel supported, but it's also life-changing. And this is something you don't know, but prior to this interview, I've interviewed now like four or five of the Academy girls that I'm in your group coaching program. And every single person I've asked them, like, what is, you know, your best advice on coaching or whatever. It's always about community and how community is invaluable. And the community space that you've created within your coaching program and now I have with my coaching program, that has been life-changing in itself. Like you said with yours, like you go to a coaching program, you meet these people, those turn into different relationships. Then you work with them, you hire them. And like, it's all this spiral of coming together and being in your group coaching program. I've said it so many times, like, I just wish I would have found it sooner. That was my only regret. And then now I'm in your mastermind and I have those girls that I can come to and I have that community support. Um, But since working with you, I have said I will forever have a coach and probably forever be in some kind of group program because it's invaluable. (laughs) Yeah, same. I I won't join a program if it's just one-on-one. And the only reason I have my one one-on-one coach is like, she's basically my therapist equivalent. Like that's (laughs) it. (laughs) Um, but everything else is like you, yeah, it's it's group because it is so important to build that community. And I love, like, that's something I really love facilitating. And I'm always in there like, Hey guys, like (laughs) book coffee chats with each other. Like these are going to be your best internet friends for the rest of your life. So (laughs) get to know each other. (laughs) Exactly. And too, when you're in those groups, it's cool to see like who is advanced and then also be a sounding board for other people. Like I've seen, you know, like I've either been there or like, oh wow, this is really normal. Like other business owners have been there. I'm not like behind or like we're all in this space of like understanding that we're all at different phases, but we're all really supportive of each other. And that was my concern joining a group coaching program like this you know, this thought that women could be catty or in competition and it has been the complete opposite. And it has been like, holy shit, this is amazing. (laughs) Like women loving each other, supporting each other. It's just been like, it's been cool. So with that, you know, that also kind of takes us into like a team, like hiring a team. I know team is really, really important to you, but it's really important to scaling. So 
do you think that women can scale without a team or do to you is a team non-negotiable? I think you can scale without a team. Like there's always ways to do whatever you want. I think we just have to think through the reality of the choices that we're making. <laughs> so I think sometimes it's like, what does that actually look like without a team? Yeah. How much work is on you? Are you setting things up to completely automate that without you? Are you hiring maybe not like an internal team, but a couple like expert contractors that are handling certain aspects? And that is absolutely doable. There's always ways to do that. Um, I look at the reality of what I want my business to look like, how I want my, our clients and students to experience the program and experience their time with us. And I know that to have that vision that I have in the future, it does mean having employees. So that is just what it was for me. And as scary as that is, and as much as I didn't want employees, I'm like, okay, this is my step and this is where we're going because this is in alignment with the future vision. So honestly, that has been my entire year and you know this because I share it behind the scenes, but it's been that like the messy transition between contractors to employees, how to build the team culture and even dealing with everything in the the HR and uh, bonus structure and just like all of the details of like, oh my gosh, like these people are like really in our business now. and. It's uh, it's intense. And I think it's that's been my biggest growth um, for this year is really leveling up into the leader that can create the culture and support the team of employees and not just the team of contractors. Yeah, absolutely. And I kind of similarly, you know, I had that mentality that even with the agency, right, we have contractors, we have subcontractors, it's not like employees, it's not like a full team. Um, And I was kind of like, I'll probably just like solopreneur this thing, right. And then I came to you like burnt out, overwhelmed. And now it's like, knowing you want to have a kid or knowing you want to be able to take space from the business, take time off or vacation. It's like, who's going to run the business if it's not you. And I think that's been huge It's like stepping into being a CEO at some level, something's got to give. So what's that going to be? And if you don't want to be the person wearing all the hats, because at some level, you really just can't, right? To scale to a certain capacity, um, someone has to wear those hats. Otherwise, you'll never be able to get away from the business. And that's draining. So I could not agree more. That's that's a fact. And I do want to also share, I actually, I feel like I have a friend who's a unicorn and she does, yeah. she does have a team. She has like, a, and she's a contractor, but she's a main VA who just like, I think she probably works like 20 hours a week and does so much of the like management of all the little details. But she has a program that runs on its own that she doesn't deliver anything in anymore. Maybe like one call a month or something. And she has it totally scaled out on Facebook ads. And she also started a higher ticket program, but it's like, she does it for, I think four months at a time. So she has two little girls and she's been able to scale to $3 million with just her VA. Who's like managing a lot of the like client details, but like she's showing up and like doing the coaching and maybe like managing her Facebook ads and the marketing. But like, other than that, like she's doing it and like taking care of her, her kiddos and It's just like, there's so many ways to go about things. And that's another thing I believe, like you don't have to follow the way I did it or somebody else did it. It's like, what does your, what does that aligned life that you actually want to be living 
look like? And how do we step into that and create the business model that makes that happen? So I use her as like one of those like unicorn examples. Cause I'm just like, that's, you're doing amazing. But yeah. there is a point where like, she won't be able to scale past because of the capacity at, at some point. So, yeah. um, yeah, that's, but it also seems like she probably has really strong boundaries that she like sticks within and you have to, right. That's part of that give and yeah. take of like, if I'm not going to have a full team, I have to say no to things because she has to be careful with her time and energy, especially being a parent. I mean, that in itself, you know, you have to, you do have to say no, and that can be really tricky. So I know you're a mom and yes. you're of course now a multi-business owner and mother. So how do you do the juggling act? How do you do it all? What's your advice? <laughs> <laughs> so Oh, I, I will be honest and say that, like, I don't know what it's like starting the businesses while having the kids. So like huge props to the people that do that, because that's so much, I almost have this like pre anxiety about anything that will happen in the future of my life. So I'm like, better get myself set up now (laughs) for like whatever that future thing is. And so Honestly, that was like one of the reasons I even quit my job was to get my business to a place where I could have it supporting me and growing without my time. And so I knew I was because of my health issues way back when I knew that fertility was going to be something for me. So I like kind of prepped my business in preparation for having kids. And even now I'm pregnant with number two and my businesses really are at a place where if I need to take time off, I can, um, I'll still kind of be around, especially because <laughs> like I'm doing some of the coaching and, um, things like that. But really the goal now is like how, man, I really can just like take the time off that I need. And I've always built my businesses around that. So that's also a reason like my friend who has her coaching thing, like she probably even on vacation would still have to go and coach because she's the only person coaching. And exactly. right now we have like senior success coaches in our team who are so trained and amazing that I like fully trust. And it's like, <laughs> I was going through the IVF process this summer and like, couldn't make three of our weekly calls in a row. And our our senior coach Liz took over and did those. And that you know, we're, we're prepped in a place where that is possible. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know if that answered. It's like, I have a lot of support, just all yeah. the support. <laughs> That's another thing. Too. Yeah. I like to call it like my work team and my home team. And yes, you know, you've got a home team, your spouse or whoever helps you around the house versus like the people who help you in your business. And I think number one, as women and as moms, um, asking for help is okay. Like it is, something you should be doing to preserve your own energy and space. Because if you can't show up in your best energy, it's hard to be a good parent. It's hard to be a good business owner. But I also want to say before being in your program, if I were to join a program and they're like, oh yeah, like we have multiple coaches and I'm like, oh, so I would be like paired with a coach and not get you. I would probably be like, "Eh, I don't know about that. I would feel really weird about that. But I'm in your coaching program and have had the amazing experience of being with Liz as well as your other success coaches. And they're freaking amazing. And it's awesome because, yeah, some weeks we might have Liz, some weeks we might have Kelsey, we might have Sue, we might have Amy or or whatever. 
but it doesn't matter because they're all trained under you. They're working under your mission, your vision, your values of what you expect your coaches to coach. And then you get different coaches and perspectives. So it's like a four for one. (laughs) Yeah, no, it's, that was something that was so important to me is to like, yes, they know the framework in and out and like kind of our aligned business approved ways of answering things, but like they're all bringing in their own special sauces and talents and just like adding to it all. And it's like, I'm blown away because I've always been one of those people is like, I'm just going to do it on my own. And like group (laughs) projects and like high school were like, not my thing. I'm like, I'm just going to go do it and go get my A and like, don't bother me. Like, I don't want your opinion. And this has been like, we, I know, you know, we have like restructured our program a little bit recently and everybody coming together and sharing their experiences about like, oh, these types of students would need this or that. And like what we came up with was so much better than what I would have been able to do on my own. And I'm just like, wow, I'm like really proving my independent spirit wrong because I freaking love what we came up with together. And it's just so cool to see how that happens. So absolutely, yeah, I'm in awe of that whole thing. (laughs) That whole group too. Like I said, it's like, you've got the community, but then you have multiple coaches. So it's like this space that you can come to. And I always call your group, like my weekly therapy, because I could be (laughs) having the best week or like a full on mental breakdown. And it doesn't matter. Everyone's there to like celebrate you and support you. And I love that you've built that because you've brought such, like I said, a transformation to my life, but now how I show up and coach my students and my community, I can bring this level of things that you've taught me into my group and share it with them. And it's just been amazing. I cannot rave about you enough. This whole, this whole episode is just me. Like, I love Kelsey. (laughs) (laughs) I love you Tay. You're like, yeah, you're just incredible. And it's, I, I want to, this might be off topic or something, but you're one of those people and like there are people who join your programs and you're, you know, some are like, I have all the life stuff and I'm not going to show up or do the work or blah, blah, blah. But like you literally came in and were like, I'm taking advantage of everything. (laughs) I'm showing up, I'm doing the work. And like you freaking rocked it. Like you just took it all to heart and serious. You took the action and like just made incredible things happen. And that's not Like you have to have that drive and that heart towards what you're doing. And you also had came in with a lot of like your skills and talents. And it was just like, how do we piece this together and like put you on this fast track? And it was really, really cool to see. So you're just, you're making awesome things happen. And I love being in your presence too. So thanks for showing up so fully. (laughs) I (laughs) appreciate that. And I have always said, like, I can give you skills. I can give you everything in my brain, but I cannot give you heart. And the same goes for you with, with your students. You can't provide that. You cannot provide someone's willingness to do the thing. (laughs) You can only tell them so much. And for you, I told you, like, I'm investing big time in this. Like, this is like do or die for me. And so The one thing I control is how I show up and take action. And like you said, I did do that. I did show up. I came to, I came to, I've come to like 99% of all the things that you have going on. Um, Because for me, it's like, I'm paying for it. Number one. And number two is I want to move forward. And I think it just goes to show when you show up, you do the thing, you move forward. But if you you can invest in a coach all day long and they can give you everything they know. But if you don't implement it and take action, nothing will change. And so and I, 
Yeah. I think another thing here too, and we mentioned this before, it's like, you also can't come in and expect that like your coach is going to like paint this beautiful picture and you're never going to misstep and never learn or like make a wrong choice or anything like that along the way. Like you also were trusting in the process to be like, I'm going to take the action. I'm going to experiment. Like I will be guided by proven things that do work, but like, we can never say like, oh, we did this thing. It could work in your business, but it could not. Like we never know guaranteed that anything will ever work. And so we're always using our best guess. Right. And it's like, we can guide you and provide some like strategic answers, but as a business owner, we are always going to be navigating those ups and downs and different things. And I have seen some people come in and be like, I tried your one thing and it like, didn't work. So like, this is terrible or not really, but like (laughs) whatever. And so I just think that's another, like when anybody is coming into any kind of coaching program, Mm -hmm. just being open to the journey and not necessarily like, your first month, like, or something like that. Like there's going to be the ups and downs all throughout your journey as a business owner. And so just really navigating that, but getting the the support in the community around you so that you don't just like fall off a cliff. You're, <laughs> you're supported yeah. along the way because there will definitely be downs always. Oh, oh for sure. 1000%. And even, even though this year for me and your programs have been like a, a very big up, I have had my fair share of downs, my fair share of crying and group coaching calls or feeling like I want to, I've told you like burn this shit to the ground because I don't, oh, yeah. I'm frustrated. But at the end of the day, I have had the most successful year ever. So that just goes to show even in my most successful year, I still wanted to burn my business to the ground. <laughs> Those are normal feelings. The ups and downs, they don't go away. It's about how you ride them. <laughs> really? Yep. <laughs> I will say, um, I thought of you the other day when I was driving and listening to, I don't remember a podcast, but the one thing that you have been able to do, and I think it's important for everyone who is either a coach or who is going to hire or has hired a coach is your coach has to be in a position to, of course, we give you the things that we think could help or make you successful, but you asking questions in a way that's like, I don't know, what would you do? What should you do? Because those are things you literally cannot answer for someone else. The student or that person has to answer it for themselves. And so when you're looking for a coach, remember that they're there to support you and hold you accountable to taking action. But at the end of the day, you have to decide what's best for your life and you have to take action on that. And if you don't, nobody will. <laughs> Yeah. Like they're not there just to like hand answers on a silver platter. It's like, yep. you've, we can support that. But, and I think that's the difference between like, I kind of learned into my journey between coaching and consulting and we do yep. a little of both. And the consulting is like, here are these strategies. Here you go, implement them into your business. And the coaching is holding space for the clients themselves to discover what their answers are. And so coaching is all about asking the questions Mm -hmm. that pry them to think about things in a different way. And so we mix both, which I kind of love. (laughs) I love it too, because it's the way I teach, but it's also the way I've learned because I've seen, I've seen in our group coaching calls, you've done it with me, but you've done it with other students that you'll, you'll take a pause and you'll be like, like, I can't answer that for you. Or like, I don't know, what would you do? What should you do? What would future you do? And like, you're asking all these questions and then it becomes dead silent. And then the other person on the other end, it's either like tears or it's like this break, but they're always good. Cause it's always these breakthrough moments of like, 
I wouldn't do that or I would do that or this clarity starts to come through and that's what coaching is all about but I think there's this misconception that like your coach is going to like take you to fairy tale land <laughs> so, so I think there's that expectation sometimes in yeah. students and that is something we're also like internally being like how do we really make sure that the students that are ready to take the action, like be in that primed place where they can take the personal accountability. They can make the decisions for themselves. They're stable enough to like ride the ups and downs or like have that fortitude inside of them. And those are different things we're really looking at um, as a company too, to make sure that we're supporting people that will truly like take what we're doing and take it to the next level, such as yourself, Tay. (laughs) Thank you. Yeah, I completely agree. From being a student perspective to being a coach perspective, you've got to find people who take business seriously, right? They're ready to get to that next level, but they also have a very good understanding of that. You can only provide so much to me, but I'm going to have to do the work, right? And I think that's what's most important for business owners to know coaches and mentors are in my life non-negotiable but at the same time they can't do the work for me I have to also hold myself accountable and those two things when I've met that in the middle I've had my most successful year yet and I think that's a testimony to doing the thing plus having the support in your business it's to me it's the cheat code (laughs) (laughs) it definitely is (laughs) what is one piece of advice that you would give women in the online business space I think it's the stop spinning in your thoughts and like literally take the action, even if it is scary AF. (laughs) I think you're never going to make any progress until you actually take the action and like doing things super imperfectly or whatever, like that's how you learn. So I always just in a weird way, want to like lovingly push people to like do the things that make their dreams come do the thing (laughs) that's Kelsey every time I that thought comes to my mind or I don't know what to do I think of Kelsey my my head do the thing do Do the thing do the thing (laughs) that's all I hear because it's so true like you can you can cry in it you can spin in it you can do whatever you want to do but if you don't take the action nothing will happen like that's exactly the biggest thing So I know you said you have a baby coming soon. Of course, I knew that. But tell us what else is coming up for you, your business, your life in the next three to six months. Yeah. So baby is coming in, I guess, probably six months in June um, and three months. You know what? I am just so happy to be in a place in my life where I'm just like, this is our business. And all we're doing is like optimizing it and growing it and like growing with team. But it's not this like, gotta try all these new strategies and things. And it's like, this is just what we're doing. I'm very excited about it. I guess um, I actually hired our agency to redo both of our sites. So um, the aligned business is pretty, I mean, it's very much its own brand at this point, but it still lives under our agency's website right now. (laughs) So I'm excited to have like a grown up brand and website for both businesses. So that's something like I had a call with our like lead designer on the agency yesterday. It's something I thought I would just do in my quote unquote spare time and (laughs) never did. And then this whole year I was like, I just love everything our agency is doing for all of our clients. And I was always so jealous of it. And I'm like, that's my business. Like I just need to hire myself, I guess. And so, yeah, that's coming in the next three to six months. So that makes me feel really excited that 
we'll have like real online homes that I'm, I'm proud of because they've kind of, you know, they're fine, but they're not like the ultimate experience that I would hope to have. So, yeah, I yeah. can't wait to see your agency is amazing. It's so good. So I know this is going to, it's going to be so good. I can't wait. To Thank see you. It. Yes. Yes. And at the end of every episode, we ask a bonus question. Um, it's something we're notorious for at this point. So if you had to write a book tomorrow, what would it be about? Oh, aligned life and business, like how to actually make that happen. I, I really do. I want to start writing a book this year too. So I could see that. Um, it's called, so <laughs> what it's going to be called is this is who I am now. And it's just how you can like immediately like turn into that future version of you and like how I've used that statement to take new actions and build businesses and like all of those things. So that's something I used to say all the time. I'm just like, this is who I am now. And like, I'm now this business owner, a blogger. I, I did it to blog. I was like wanting to blog for years. And then one day I was just like, I'm a blogger. This is who I am now. And then I blogged every day for like three years. So, so good. <laughs> I'm going to start saying that this is who I am now. I am. Yeah. Who I am. Just like this. I am now like, I so yeah, that's what I want my book to be called. And it's just about that, like becoming that future you living your best life you know, the fairy tale yes. stuff that I also need to infuse all the hard work and crying into as well. <laughs> okay. Well, I will be requesting a first copy. I will need yes. that book <laughs> potentially signed. <laughs> yes, of course. Yes. It's yours. I cannot wait. Well, thank you so much for being here today. Thank you for sharing your story and please tell the listeners where they can find you. Yeah. I'm on Instagram at Kelsey Kerslake and at the aligned biz. Perfect. I will have that linked below in the show notes. Again, thank you. Thank you for being on today's episode. Thank you, Tay. It's so good to be here. I really appreciate you. Yes, I appreciate you too. And as always, thank you guys so much for listening. And I will talk to you on the next episode. 